Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun is with us now to break down the new provincial cabinet. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right. Anything that surprised you? Um, yeah, I mean, I was surprised to see um, Rob Fleming moved out of education. and uh, But I think I can sort of see that the uh, government wanted... Somebody else, they have a go at education. I don't know as though Fleming did all that badly in the job, but it's a struggle there. And uh, it's interesting. The premier appointed someone who's never been in cabinet before, never been in the yeah. legislature before, Jennifer Whiteside. Her qualification for the job, I'm guessing, is that she's the secretary business manager of the hospital employees union which is a pretty tough union as well. So you got a trade unionist going into a job where uh, one of the biggest challenges is dealing one, with one of the toughest unions in the province, the BCTF. So uh, it may be a fair matchup. I'm kind of going to be interesting to see how this yeah. one goes. I thought that too when I did a little digging with the same question that you just had there too. So for Rob Fleming, though, and I was looking and looking and I thought, okay, well, that's kind of a move sideways. He's going to transportation. That's big. Oh, hey, transportation, uh, I, I, I've heard it from other transportation ministers in the past. Look, you got a $900 million budget for road paving and rebuilding and maintenance. You've got a $3 billion, I think, $2 billion capital plan. So you're building bridges, roads, transit all over the province. Look, you have to wear a mask these days along with a head, the hard hat, but you basically get to open up things and uh, cut ribbons and uh, do stuff that, you know, is really welcome in the communities you go to. So uh, for somebody to go from uh, <laughs> the education ministry, we you spend right. all your time meeting with grumbling trustees, grumbling teachers, and grumbling students, uh, the road builders will be happy to see you. Uh, you'll be going out there and doing stuff. And look, it's an important part of the economic recovery of the province as well. Okay, so let's talk about some of the new faces we saw, as expected, new face in the finance ministry, and it's Selena Robinson. Yeah, Selena Robinson goes in as Minister of Finance. Uh, you know, what are you going to say? The shoes that she's filling are those of Carol James. She'd be the first to tell you that nobody can fill those shoes. I, it's interesting the Premier is... Uh, He's got Carol James on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the funniest moment yesterday, apart from the Vulcan salute, um, which was the uh, premier saying, you know, uh, he's hired Carol James as a special advisor to him, to the premier, at a dollar a year. He offered her a five-year contract for five <laughs> bucks, and James said, no, I'll take it one year at a time. So Horgan says he's keeping the, the remaining four bucks in his pocket to, to pay her if she decides to stick around. That's a very important appointment, though, because, I mean, first of all, James and Horgan, um, there is, like, very close politically. Mm -hmm. He supported her. She supported him. James has a lot of respect. And she's the voice of common sense. Premiers are surrounded by people with agendas, people who want something, people with ideologies, um, people who reinforce Premier's worst instincts sometimes. Uh, James is somebody that John Horgan can sit down with, close the door, get out a cup of coffee, and just talk about what to do. And there'll be no question in John Horgan's mind that it, the only advice he's going to get from her is in the best right. interests of the province. So it's, uh, it's a great appointment for Horgan and for the government, and look, for the people of British Columbia. Absolutely. Let's talk about new faces, people who made it into cabinet for the first time. Yeah, so the premier, uh, yeah, it's tough, eh? you you got all these people on the backbench that think they've earned it, mm -hmm. and uh, you've got 
those, but the Premier actually put four people in Cabinet who are first-timers uh, to the B.C. legislature. So I mentioned Jennifer Whiteside. She comes goes straight into the Cabinet table. Very important appointment. Murray Rankin, uh, former federal MP, so he's experienced in politics, and he's the new Minister of Indigenous Relations and Reconciliation. So yesterday was the anniversary of the B.C. legislature unanimously improved approving the enabling legislation for the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. And not a lot of progress since then. Obviously, pandemic, election, all the reasons you can think of, but First Nations getting impatient. So Rankin is a lawyer and a constitutional expert, and he's been on retainer to the government for over a year, providing advice on that standoff in the north over the pipeline with the Wet'suwet'en. So, you know, he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, the Horgan government is going to be judged, especially by First Nations, on how well it does in living up to those principles that it enshrined in legislation yet last year. So, you know, apart from the pandemic and economic recovery and all that, um, Rankin has one of the biggest assignments in the new government. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. Okay, so you mentioned Jennifer Whiteside, Ravi Kalon. Who's going to be the speaker here, by the way? Uh, Raj Chouin. Uh Raj uh, was the deputy speaker in the last House. Um, some new Democrats think he deserves some sort of medal for having, <laughs> having put up with Daryl Plekis, the speaker, who is a, a somewhat unmanageable senior colleague. So Raj is going in as speaker. I think that's a going to be seen as a strong appointment. And the new deputy speaker of the B.C. legislature is Spencer Chandra Herbert. Interesting. Uh, so Spencer goes in as well. Uh, people who get overlooked for cabinet uh, look around to see what some of the other jobs are, and those are important. And you mentioned Ravi Kalon. That's an important appointment because yeah. he's the jobs minister. But, the, you know, I know Richard Zussman um, talked to you this week, Simi, about they discussed having a minister in charge of COVID-19 economic recovery, they didn't make it a standalone ministry. What they did was they turned the jobs ministry into that. All of the money that was voted before the election, all of the money for recovery promised by the New Democrats during the election, that's all been put into the jobs ministry, and Kalon is the minister. So Adrian Dix is, of course, back as minister of health, Kalon is the other key minister for getting British Columbia through this pandemic. Please, God, let it be soon. Let it be and soon. And the economic recovery. Uh, let, also, let me quickly ask you as well about ICBC. Bit of a change there. Yes, ICBC has gone over to Mike Farnworth. Um, I guess the government thinks that David Eby's work here is done. I don't know if it is, but in any event, we've got this no-fault light. ICBC supposedly uh, starting to turn its economic problems around. And E.B. has a new assignment. He's the new Minister of Housing. You may recall that when he was in opposition, he made a lot of political hay on how bad things were with housing in Vancouver. So yeah. it's now his job, now that Robinson mm-hmm. has moved on to finance, it's E.B.'s job to deliver on all those very big housing promises that the New Democrats made for the election and during the election. All right, Vaughn, thanks so much for the analysis. Bye-bye, Simi.